Hello and welcome for week three of the Fantasy Football Week. Wow, I really kind of jumbled that up there. Um, you know, we got to start off hot. Uh, we didn't have a Wednesday episode this week. Schedules were off. Uh, I had a I had a football game on Tuesday, a recording night. So you coach, that, coach Lawrence, that's what was up. <laughs> no, we could have had, we should have won that game. Really? Uh, we had came out strong first. We shut them down. They went four and out on the first drive. Well, how about that? Um, and then we marched down the field, scored a quick touchdown. I was all excited. We're up six zero. We missed the two point, but that's all right. And then um, they came back down, scored a touchdown, and then we're driving again on the two yard line. We fumbled. No, we had four fumbles that game. Oh, and they no, three touchdowns off those four fumbles. Oh, no. So, and no. Two, two of them were inside the 20, and then we had a pick too. And so that, or we threw a pick. So that was, that was the biggest, th- that was the biggest part was if we score or we don't fumble, mm-hmm. probably won the game. I mean, it's the same in the NFL. You see it all the time. I mean, it's the Vikings mantra. Exactly. If you don't turn it over, you do really well. You do really well. All right. With that, we're, we'll just, Kind of get right on in yeah. to our news oh boy. for this week. Um, first thing is, unfortunately, Tua Tagovailoa out for this week for sure. Broken ribs. I, I did you see? You sent me that hit. God, he got clobbered. Oh, he, he got, got clobbered. Crunched. I mean, for a guy that struggled with injury, I mean, he got hit hard. 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 Looked awful. Um, yeah. So Kobe Brissett is in. And that is rough Man. if you have any dolphins on your fantasy. Which is which stinks because a couple weeks ago I made a trade with Cameron. I feel like we've talked about yes. this before, where I gave him Darren Waller right before the game. Mm-hmm. He had 20 targets pretty much. Yep. For Corlin Sutton and Will Who, Fuller. Corlin Sutton came, came around. around. He yeah. came around this Who week. Out especially. He, that, that, that'll work out for you right oh. now. Uh, but then Will Fuller is Currently a member of the Dolphins, which yeah. means his quarterback yeah. is Jacoby Brissett. As a deep threat, having Jacoby Brissett out there is probably not going to be your greatest. No, no, no. no. I mean, that quarterback change screwed every Dolphin. There was not a Dolphin that had a good day. I mean, they lost 35 0. Yeah, so right. yeah. <laughs> tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Um, other quarterbacks went. Looks like he's going to be out. Doc, how do you sprain both, both ankles? Both ankles. And, what? And I mean, that, that sucks. I mean, like Pittman just. Went off this last game, and now you're coming back. And they're saying they might start a mixture of Brett Hundley and Jacob Eason. A mixture. A mixture. That is where they're at right now. So who knows? You don't know what's actually going to happen in Indianapolis. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, and and like now, because they play Tennessee this week, right? Who they should be able to throw all over, but they don't have Wentz. (laughs) (laughs) Watch for Naheem Hines to kind of go off this week because. I found this out the other, or uh, I guess kind of this morning when I was procrastinating yes. um, getting started with work. Um, in the two weeks that the Colts played the Titans last uh, last year, um, Naheem Hines finished as a top five running back Ooh. against against the Titans both okay. weeks. Okay. So you heard it here first, folks. Watch for Hines. Watch for Hines. And especially if they're going to sell out on the run now because yes. you're not you're not scared of Brett Hundley or Jacob Eason. Exactly. So they'll, they'll try to stop J- Jonathan Taylor as much as they can. Mm-hmm. They'll need to use Hines in the short game out of yeah. the backfield because that's your only option of moving the ball through yeah. the air. Um, also in the news, it is 
uh, week one of the Justin Fields experience. Aren't you excited for that? I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll help all Bears players in fantasy. Oh, I've I've been saying this for Alan Robinson for since day one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it'll be a fun to watch. This will be a fun game to watch in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Justin Fields. Like his floor is high because of his rushing ability, uh-huh. and then in the passing game follows. I mean, it, he'll be pretty good. He might steal a couple from David Montgomery, who I'm a little who I have in all three of my fantasy main fantasy leagues. <laughs> but I think the efficiency of Montgomery goes up, kind of like we saw with Dobbins last year and Gus Edwards in Baltimore. Just because mm-hmm. quarterbacks have to or defense have to watch both quarterback and running back for the ball. Well, right, you have to respect both, yes. and if you don't, one's going to take advantage. Fields so. had ten rushing attempts. In the second half of the last game. What? Ten. What? Yeah. So, I mean, that might just be because he got thrown in. That might be because that's just fields. We'll, I mean, a lot that'll come to light this game. And then on the other side of the ball, we have Jarvis Landry on IR. Oh. But Mr. Odell Beckham stepping back out there this week. Oh, is he at? Is he? he sounds is, like he's good to go this sounds week. Sounds like he's good to go. It sounds like he was a little upset that he didn't play last week, actually. Oh, wow. So he should be ready. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he's stepping into an offense that Donovan's People's Jones and Anthony Schwartz were out there last week against Houston Texans and did nothing. So he's <laughs> the only wide receiver on that team right now. So he might actually be fantasy relevant his first week back, which I'm, is weird to say. <laughs> if, there's, if there's something I want to do either tomorrow or I guess Saturday, the day before yeah. the game, maybe sell high Justin Fields just on the hype yeah. and then buy low on Odell. There you go. I, I, will buy. I, we'll see. I have wanted Odell to be good this year, this entire summer. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have wanted yeah. it so bad. When he is good, he is so much fun to watch. And so mm-hmm. I wanted that like no other. And I might start him in my well, dynasty like, league this week. Really? I might. He's in my wow. starting lineup right now. We'll I see. mean, I, I can't blame you. I mean, we'll see. he's going up against a very, very, very inexperienced and weak secondary in yeah. Chicago. So it's just a matter of can the O-line hold up against Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, and the rest of that defensive lineup. Yeah. I think they should. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland has a – Top five line. I agree. <laughs> I was going to say great, but it's better than great. It's top five. All right. So I think, do you have any other news? I think that kind of wraps up our news. We had a couple quarterbacks get hurt. Last, I guess um, Tyrod's out, but we can't. That, this game would have happened tonight when we're recording. So we, by the time we hear it, it more relevant. Yeah. Um, Baker was banged up last game. He came, came back. back. Um, yeah. Just a bunch of quarterbacks were really banged up last game. Yeah. It seemed like there was a lot of kind of, you know, got banged, mm-hmm. banged up on one play, and then they came back. Like, I mean, Dalvin got hurt twice last yeah. week. He got a stinger, and then he had an ankle yeah. strain, which hopefully he's good to go, and mm-hmm. it sounds like he's good to go. But, again, like I said, there was, it seemed like there was a lot of players that, like, needed to sit out a drive or two, yeah. and then they were good to go. Exactly. I mean, Derek Carr got hurt even, yes. too. But somehow he's going to be able to go again this week because yeah. this man just refuses to sit he's out. He's a Matthew Stafford type. Those two are just <laughs> unbelievably tough. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into some over-under. Over-under. Our first one, <laughs> we're going to go to Kansas City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mr. Tyreek Hill, over-under 80 and a half receiving yards. What are you taking? Um, 
ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> you need to pound the over on this. Okay. <laughs> you need to. It seems like this Chargers team is still kind of figuring things out. I mean, they had they held off Washington fairly well, but Washington has not been themselves. No. As of, I guess, the the Washington football team of last year yeah. at all this year. Yeah, so Fitzpatrick injury really is true to that. Yep. Um, and they last week uh, had a, I guess, a relatively close game against the Cowboys, but yeah. kind of shot themselves in the foot on offense. Yeah. And somehow um, the Cowboys defense only allowed 17 points, was it? Mm-hmm. Against that Chargers offense and that yeah. and knowing what Dallas history has been with the defense, <sighs> Tyreek is literally going to run all over this secondary. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there was there was a game last year. You can probably continue on and kind of give by me some time on this, okay. but I'm pretty sure Tyreek had one game against the Chargers last year where he was like borderline 40 points. Yeah. If uh, not over. I points. I am taking the over in two words. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will probably take the over on Tyreek Hill every time. And mm-hmm. obviously like last week it would have been wrong, but more often than not with the speed of Tyreek Hill, the way he gets open and the arm of Patrick Mahomes, I am going to trust them to score a lot of points more than I am going to trust a defense to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they held Dak to 211 yards last week, but I just don't see a team being able to hold down Tyreek Hill again. Um, Hill's just so good. Unless they play it like Baltimore did last week where their only focus on defense is to take out Tyreek Hill completely. Mm-hmm. which then leads to like a big game for Travis Kelsey. The, the thing is with their offense is they have two guys who will crush you if you leave them in single coverage. Yeah. So to take one out the whole game means that the other one's going to be open. So I am also pounding the over. Yeah, and it looks like they played – so the two games that they played the Chargers last year, one was in week two, the other was in week 17 mm-hmm. where they bench all their starters, yeah. I'm assuming. Um, but week two – uh, Tyree Hill had five receptions on 11 targets, 99 yards, and a, and a toddy, yeah. as we like to say. That's 19 yards over what uh, the over-under you yeah. proposed. Pound the over. I and especially, after, like you said, last week, just kind of a, a dud, a very yeah. disappointing week. This Chiefs, when it comes to Chiefs players in fantasy, they always bounce back mm-hmm. in the best way possible. So, yeah. Always, always take the over. All right. That. Now we have Saquon Barkley at over under six one and a half rushing yards against the suspect at best. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. What are you taking here? Over again. Over. Over again. There was, you know, in last week's game against Washington, the offensive line mm. maybe helped him out on one play, and that was his 40-yard scamper or whatever. Mm. That ruined a lot of you know, my prop bets and stuff and was not too thrilled about it. But um, look, I think Saquon showed in whatever, you know, carries and and production that he had, he's like 95% healthy. Like he is just getting back to the, like, I'm good. I'm good to go full, Mm -hmm. you know, full blast, full steam ahead. What better way to do that against a, a horrendous run defense in the Falcons? 
I think it's, I mean, yeah, Danny Dimes has shown that he's capable of running the ball mm-hmm. and, and running it well. Yes. <laughs> so there's probably going to be some carries lost, but with how dynamic of a runner Saquon is mm-hmm. on that kind of defense, 61 yards is more than attainable yeah. for Saquon. So I'm taking the over on 61 and a half. All right. I think that this is a great matchup for him. I think that he is definitely showing that he's coming back. And, and so because of that, I'm going to take the under on Saquon Barkley. My reasoning for that is he's not, I don't think he's all the way back yet. And oh. this is the Danny Dimes week. I <laughs> Uh, foreshadowing for Danny Dimes week <laughs> and I am gonna stick with that that's all I'm gonna leave it at so I'm gonna just take the under I think he's gonna have a good week but I think he's gonna stay under six one and a half yards mm-hmm. and I think next week we will really start to see the full 100% signal and our last one is at the quarterback position with Josh Allen mm-hmm. at over under 265.5 fantasy points Yards. 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 Whoa, that'd be a That's a points. lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That'd be what, 50 <laughs> passing touchdowns? Um, that'd be pretty good. Josh Allen drafted very high in most drafts. Um, however, has really just underwhelmed mm-hmm. these last two weeks. Uh, yeah. Ty, what was his yardage those last two weeks? Uh, week one against the Steelers, he had 270 yards in the air. Mm-hmm. And then in week two, Against the Miami Dolphins, he had 179 passing yards. That is not Josh Allen. The thing I'm seeing about Josh Allen is he had 270 yards against Pittsburgh week one, but he had 51 pass attempts. Yeah. I mean, he threw the ball the whole game and only had 270. That's yep. not what we saw from Josh Allen last year. Well, and he, he, is, he had – it was just over 50% completion yeah. percentage against the Dolphins. Yeah. Granted, they do have probably the best corner tandem yeah. in the league – in Howard and Jones, but if you're Josh Allen and you signed, what was this? Oh, it dollar was amount insanity. It was like six years, two hundred forty million dollars, something crazy. Yeah, when you signed for that amount of money, yeah. um, seventeen completions on thirty three attempts will not cut it. No, will not cut it. And I mean. There's an argument that could be made for both over under 265 yards. Mm. I go back to what I said though about Washington when we were talking about Saquon. They have been, they are not the same no, Washington they team. They have not looked the same as in the as in the past. Whether that's an offensive thing or it's a defensive thing. Yes, the pass rush is still decent, right? They can still stuff you in the run. They can get at after you as a quarterback. But Buffalo excels on the passing game. Yes. And, I mean, this secondary for Washington, too, hasn't done really a nothing. I mean, you put Stephon Diggs against this secondary, expect Diggs to have, like, 10 catches yeah. this week. Have a field day. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm taking the over on Josh Allen. I'm still Josh Allen believer. I don't think these two weeks are – what are we we're gonna see for the rest of the year? He's just too talented, too big of an arm, and he has Stephon Diggs. Yep. I mean, yep. I'm expecting Stephon Diggs to have over 100 yards receiving this week. Um, Emmanuel Sanders actually looked pretty good last yeah. week. Cole Beasley's still there. They still got Gabe Davis. Yeah. And the thing for last week was their running backs had three rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Last year, their running backs had six total touchdowns in the season. 
And they had three in one week, so oh I would God. not expect that to keep up. One was a long one by Devin Singletary, 50 yards or something like that. So, yeah. you know, that's going to eat away. And then when you don't have to throw it, you're not going to, especially when you're in win defense. Right. So, well, and, and I think that it seems to be this kind of trend mm-hmm. with quarterbacks after you, like, you know, your first couple of games mm-hmm. after you signed a huge extension like Allen did. Yes. You're going to try to play, a, you know, above what you're capable of to try to prove like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm worth every single penny. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but what you did in the past to earn that contract is not as much as you're trying to do now. Exactly. So I, I'm crossing my fingers <laughs> that this is a week that Josh mm-hmm. Allen goes, actually, let me take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> let me actually scan the field and let me actually find the guy that should be getting the ball instead of trying to, you know, be the guy that throws it in the tight window or be the guy that tries to flashy back across the middle of the field throw. Like sometimes it works, but it doesn't all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to enter our new little segment. Ooh, new segment time. Super hot fire takes. Super hot fire takes. Yes, sir. Hot fire. So these are not just some lukewarm cakes. These are we are going out on a limb. <laughs> we are really going out on a limb with these. Uh, these could blow up in our face. I know mine definitely could. Mine could be dreadful. All of ours could. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All um, of them. So uh, my, or we'll start with Lucas's super hot fire take. Yeah. So yep. Lucas's super hot fire take for week three is that Jalen Rager, right, Rager? Yeah, Rager. Jalen Rager will be a top 20 fantasy wide receiver this season. For this week. Or for this week. Oh, my goodness. I just blew up. <laughs> Let me say it again. I'm going to say it one more time, and I'm not going to screw it up for Lucas for the sake of Lucas. A su- Lucas's super hot fire take for this week is that Jalen Rager will be a top 20 fantasy wide receiver for this week. Now, his reasoning for that, is because these last two weeks, Trevon Diggs for the Dallas Cowboys, who they are facing, mm-hmm. has shut down pretty much the wide receiver one. Not not even like shut down necessarily. Like Mike Mike Evans, he shut down. Keenan also hard yards receiving, mm-hmm. but, but he only four catches. Right. And both weeks, Chris Godwin and AB went off, mm-hmm. and then last week Mike Williams went off. So Lucas's thought process behind this is that as the wide receiver two on this team. Jalen Rager will pop off this week by default. Like yeah, he's just default. the next guy up and the Dallas defense is not great. Yep. Well, I mean, Rager, I know last week for sure, he was a play away from having yes. double digit fantasy points, but he stepped out of bounds. Oh yeah. That's literally like your number one job as a receiver is to not step out of yeah. bounds on your route. So, yeah. so he could have two touchdowns in the first two weeks. Right. Yep. More more targets than he saw last year. So <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I mean, it sounds hot right off the bat just because you're like Jalen Rager. Yeah. What? I mean, this also could blow up in, in Lucas's face yeah. because there's also Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Who knows what this will turn out to be, but we do know this. Trayvon Diggs has been kind of stepping up in a big way yeah. this year. Devontae. Might kind of be sh- kind of taken out of the game a little bit, so it's either Rager or Goddard. Hedge your bets, exactly. All right, Ty, let's hear it. Woo! Oh boy, oh boy, man, 
when we first started this out, my my claim to fame was our hot takes. I'm uh-huh. glad that we're now passing the torch along to the rest of the guys <laughs> because these are too fun. Exactly. These are too fun to, to not say. Because if they hit, they're right. Yeah, right. Exactly. My hot take of the week. The super hot fire take. Yeah, my super hot fire take. Patriots quarterback Mac Jones will finish as a top 10 quarterback in fantasy this week. Now, I I know what you're thinking. Ty, they just played the Jets, and he had just over – I want to say it was just over 200 yards passing. Like, it was was not anything impressive from Mac Jones last week. Sure, I'll give you that. But did they need to throw the ball with Mac Jones at all during that game? Not at all. Zach Wilson was literally giving them the ball and letting them score, and the defense is letting them score. There's no need to throw the ball. We saw the Saints last week, the Patriots opponent this week. The Saints last week just got run out the building by the Panthers. And Sam Darnold looked great. Looked great. And – I think a big reason for this was because of all the injuries that the Saints had against Carolina. And I wish I had the picture saved somewhere because there was at least 10 injuries to key players in rotations Mm -hmm. for the Saints. I have the injury report pulled up on my phone to let you know on Thursday evening Mm -hmm. how each player stands, and especially on the defense. Defensive back C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's typically their slot corner. He was limited, and he was a full practice today. Okay. Okay, fine. Defensive back P.J. Williams was a limited practice, and now he was a full practice. Okay. Let me ask you these two things. Do either of those names scare you when you've got weapons like John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson mm-hmm. Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, James White, even yes. for that matter? Three points out of James White. Right. Now, here comes kind of the big one. Quarterback Marshawn Lattimore, who recently signed a a pretty big extension. He's a stud. He's a stud. He was out last week with a hand injury. I'm pretty sure he had surgery on it. Yeah. He did not play last week. He was limited this week. Oh. Limited Wednesday and limited today. Oh, boy. Look, all I'm saying is that this defense for the Saints is a little banged up. Mm -hmm. They're not – I mean, if Lattimore plays, he's not going to be 100%. If you're limited through Thursday and you play on Sunday, you're not 100% you're playing through something. So, this is where Mac Jones steps in. That front seven for the Saints, fairly decent. Can probably shut down a Damian Harris attack this week. We'll be able to kind of we'll be able to handle James White. Yeah. But it's on the outside. What do they got? Like I said, at the moment, PJ Williams and CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah. That's rough. Mac Jones, dare I say 100 percent has a chance to finish as a top 10 quarterback this week in fantasy. I like it. I'm going to say yes. All right. Mine. Mine, I think, might blow up in my face. This, this <laughs> oh, no, player, I didn't think about it. This player <laughs> has time and time again 
set us up for disappointment. <laughs> and he very well could do it now. But my hot fire take for week three is that Danny Dimes, oh. quarterback for the New York Giants, will finish as QB1. Woo! This Woo! QB1. Woo! Now, Danny Dimes is right now QB4 on the season. True. True. He is playing against a Falcons team that gave up 33 points to Jalen Hurts and 29 points to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They are an awful defense. Awful. And I don't, I, I said it, I think Saquon's getting back. I don't think he's 100%. So I think the rushing is going to stay. He had nine rushes for 95 yards last week. Yeah. I mean, that's an extra nine points that you're just adding on. I think he could do it again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, it doesn't have to look pretty on the field, but he gets fantasy points. True. And True. I think that this week he is going to be QB1. Yeah. Now I will acknowledge that he could also be QB 32 and have like four fantasy points. <laughs> right. Like that is a very possible outcome for Danny Dimes. But I am sticking with he's a QB one this week. I I, I don't want to you know downplay your hot take at all, but I remember you know when we were going through the NFC East breakdown. Oh and yeah, I know the skepticism was real <laughs> loud. Was real loud about Danny Dimes. I'm all not, of a sudden, I'm not saying the rest of the season. I'm saying this one particular this one game when Saquon is not 100 percent back. Yes, yes. All right. Let's talk about our studs of the week last week. Um, on Instagram, we had released our four studs of the week at each position. It was Tom Brady at quarterback. Mm-hmm. At running back, it was obviously Derrick Henry. I mean, we, we were trying not to pick super obvious guys, but we could not avoid Derrick Henry, what he right. did. Mm-hmm. Um, wide receiver was Cooper Cup. Oh, and man. at tight end, we went with Rob Gronkowski. Um mm-hmm. Tight end position, the only thing is every week it should be Travis Kelsey because yeah. every week he outscores everyone else. But yep. we've tried to go a different direction. Um, Ty, is there anyone else that really stood out last week? I know Derek Henry really silenced some some doubters uh, after week yep. one. And it was the same thing last year. He had two oh, weeks yeah. where they were like, eh. And then all of a sudden he goes, even first half, he was like, eh. But then <laughs> he just destroys people in the second half when they start to get tired. Yep. Because he just doesn't seem to get tired. Right, right. No, he, I mean, he, he never gets tired. And if they do, he's, I mean, I don't know how. It just seems like he regains energy yeah. while he's pass blocking, which is insane to think of. But um, I'm trying to think. Did Lamar, Lamar kind of showed out last week, didn't he? Against Lamar, the Chiefs? Yes, Lamar played really well. Lamar had a rough for first half, but then kind of came back at the end of the first half and really stepped up. Now, I have to admit, I didn't watch the game, but my shout out Pops, Pops um, told me that uh, it seemed like, you know, Lamar remembered that he could just run the ball, yeah, that he is just better than everyone else at running. <laughs> and that's what he did <laughs> yes, in the second half. That is what he did. Pretty yeah. much won them the game. Open up the field. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. Take away from Lamar. Going back to Derek Henry. Dad sent this to me last uh, two oh, nights ago. Oh, yep. Stat of the uh, day, he said. I had heard this before, but it just remind me. Uh, Derek, this is just show you how good he was in high school. Mm-hmm. He played 13 games. 462 carries in 13 games. He ran for 4,200 yards oh. in a 13-game season. 4,200 <laughs> yards. That means he averaged nine yards an attempt and 327 yards a game. Oh my god. And not only that, he scored 55 touchdowns no. in one season. No. There are high school teams that don't even score 55 touchdowns as a whole. And Derrick Henry scored 55 in one season. 
<laughs> I also off, Derek. I also saw a stat that um, other than oh, it's just two teams as a whole uh-huh. have had more rushing work this year than Derrick Henry. Who would that be? It was San Francisco, hmm. and I don't remember the other. It was I don't remember who the other one was. But only two teams as a whole have run the ball more than Derrick Henry. Oh my god! That's just how much work this man puts in. But when you're 6'3", 247, and you run like he does, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to. You got to. Um, anyone else? Cooper Cup, he's going to be the he, – I think he's the real deal this year. He's kind of emerging as yes. the number one guy. I mean, he, it's obvious that Stafford really likes him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pittman showed out. You kind of mentioned that earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, 120 yards. Um, Eric Jones, four touchdowns. Won me in won me fantasy yeah, last week. me through there. Lockett looked good again. Lockett looked great. McLaurin looked good. McLaurin with looked good. Yeah, a lot of people were low after the Fitzpatrick injury, but he kind of pulled man, through. I wanted to buy low on him so bad. Yeah. I was like, man, I know it was tough. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, I should buy low, and yeah. you just can't convince yourself. Yeah, Rondale Moore also looked yeah. good, but I. On a broken play, that was where most of the fantasy oh thing came from. Um, Vikings fan. Yeah, well, and, and I think we kind of talked about this in our mm-hmm. little group chat. Rondell Moore is the perfect receiver to start against a leaky secondary. So this week, this week, right. <laughs> or I, I should maybe I shouldn't say leaky. It's just a poor tackling secondary yes. because he made some players on the Vikings look like like amateurs. Oh, he is so shifty, right? And I think that's. That's when you have to start Rondell Moore. Mm. I don't think you can start him against, I don't know, let's throw out a, a top-tier defense. Um, I mean, you'd say the 49ers. Niners. Rams. Ram, Tampa. Yeah. Like, he's not. His division. His division. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he's probably not a good matchup there. But, like, again, against a poor tackling secondary yeah. like the Vikings, too, he was a good start. But and it, I don't think, it, it was obvious when he was on the field they gave him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are some other players? Cordell Patterson. Yeah, he's tough. I mean, <laughs> you picked him up. I did. And uh, yeah, I mean, he had like <laughs> seven rushes, but like five catches and then two uh-huh. touchdowns. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. I guess, you know, we could Tony Pollard. Running what back, the heck? Running back 10 on the year. Stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Zeke still had like 70% of the snaps too. I know. <laughs> Oh, it's insane. It pains me as a Zeke owner in fantasy. Like, this is not supposed to happen. No, not at all. Yeah. All right, let's pivot to our starts of the week. Uh-huh. Uh, these were released by Lucas on TikTok. So, thank you, Lucas. Thanks, Lucas. Um, our quarterback was my hot take guy, Daniel Jones, for kind of all the reasons I laid out before. Yep. Anything you want to add to that, or do you think kind of – no, I if if it's not about Danny Dimes, it's about Sterling Shepard. Yep. Shout out to Field Yates of ESPN. Um, before the Washington game, he said that he's finished in the top, or he's finished, what was it, in double digits, um, eighteen out of his last twenty-four games, and he extended that last week. Mm-hmm. So, Danny Dimes, Sterling Shepard are really, really good together. Yeah. So. Yeah, when he's got when he's got Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, he 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 can he can deliver a good ball. Our running back star of the week is Mr. Chase Edmonds, um, who has been 
kind of a sneaky guy this year. Uh-huh. He's he a lot of involvement in that pass game. He's actually run the ball quite a bit. Yeah. And now they're playing Jacksonville. <laughs> and need we say more? Need <laughs> we say more? I mean, I think a lot of people recognize the value that Emmons would have as yes. the sole pass catcher for out of the backfield, I should mm-hmm. say, for Arizona. Um, but it, I, I, we couldn't buy him as like a like running back two, but I don't know why we could buy Mike Davis as yeah. a running back two instead of Chase Evans. That's a we no. <laughs> we thought James Conner was gonna look better than he does. Yes, this is true. I mean that that's kind of what came down for all for all three of us. Mm-hmm. And Chase Evans is clearly better than Chase Conner by <laughs> far, by far. So I think that's where it comes down to. Yeah. Great passing work. So I, I mean that I mean. We talk about the floor in fantasy. Chase Evans is one of those guys with a built-in floor. He's going to get you four catches a game for 20 yards. So, I mean, at the very least, if he had an awful game, he drops six. Yeah. But he has the potential of breaking one for a big one, scoring a touchdown here or there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of like in that James White, yes. Naeem Hines area where he gets a little bit higher than those. Right, just because he has a more defined yeah. role. Yes. I, mean, I shouldn't say defined role. He's going to see the field a lot yes. more than the other guys. Yes. And he's going to put up 12, 13 points a week. Mm. Yeah, a score in there is touching 20. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Our wide receiver start of the week is holy cow. This is why we write stuff down. It is. Marvin Jones. There it is. Golly. It is Marvin Jones. I am so glad you're here. <laughs> I need to start writing things down. We talk about it over and over so I should know. Marvin Jones has really become the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Arizona have, did not look good last week against the pass. They and, gave up a touchdown to every Vikings receiver. And the thing is, you would hope that Urban Meyer can look at the tape and go, okay, get the ball quick to get rid of that pass catch or that pass def- or the putt pass rush. Holy cow. <laughs> um, and get it to Marvin Jones. Which Marvin Jones is good at. He's a good possession receiver. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, Week one, five catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. Last week, six catches, 55 yards, and a toddy on 11 targets. He's he's clearly kind of separating himself yeah. as the wide receiver one. I agree. Definitely. And then our last one is the tight end, Dallas Goddard. Uh, Ertz is questionable. I think. He is questionable. So, even especially if Ertz doesn't play, then he really steps into that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Lucas mentioned Jalen Rager earlier. Dallas Goddard could also fill into that role of being the second option against yeah. this Dallas Cowboys defense. Well, and, and there was something last week. Um, the Cowboys started Micah Parsons yeah. at defensive end. And um, I don't know. You take Micah Parsons out of that linebacker, you know, the starting linebackers for the Cowboys. And it's rough. Can you name one? Exactly. I mean, I mean, like, yes, Leighton Vander Ash, yeah, he's solid. Jalen Brown, he's solid. Jayon Brown's Jalen Brown, one of the Browns. Solid. But they're not coverage guys. Right. Can you show me a clip of them actually covering like a tight end like Dallas Goddard? No one's covering Dallas Goddard. No. No. All right. Let's get into these games. Um, We touched a little bit on the Browns and Bears, kind of both sides. The big fields game, see where he's at. Yep. I think he's startable this week if you need a quarterback. I, I mean, obviously not over your top. Like ten guys, like you got your Brady's, you got your Wilsons, your Mahomes. I'm not saying like he's number one, but if you're like sitting there with like Sam, all right, not probably not Sam Darnold, but let's say 
even like a Kirk Cousins, I think you could start him over like a Kirk Cousins this week. If yeah. you want just that potential upside, he's yeah. definitely a big boomer bust guy, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of why I would start. Well, I'm like, you know what? I want to try and put up points. He could yeah. do it. He's got he's got a very, very interesting matchup with yeah. Cleveland this week where he's gonna have Miles Garrett and yeah. Jadavian Clowney coming off the edges. Then he's gonna be thrown up against, you know, John Johnson. Yeah. I mean, Desert it's not War. a great matchup by any means. But if he can show, I mean, if he can go out and we'll say in terms of an, the actual game. If he can actually win this game, that yeah. shows a lot. For sure. Even if it's just fantasy. Yeah. He'll show something for us. So definitely. As a Fields owner, I may be selling high on him, knowing what someone has said about Justin Fields. So maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Um, let's talk about quick our Ravens and Lions. Oh, oh. the reason for this is the backfield for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. Is Tyson Williams, would you start him this week? Against Baltimore Ravens. No, uh, against the Lions. Against the Lions. I want to say yes, but I have question marks because how much is Lamar going to get? Yeah. Especially after what he showed last week against the Chiefs. Like mm-hmm. he showed that he's pretty much the running back one for this yeah. team. So um, that, but then also like who else is going to be getting carries in the backfield? Because Latavius is still getting getting decent amount of carries. Yep. And then who knows what the status of Le'Veon Bell. I, I feel like that's something we're going to hear, like, yeah, right before kickoff was like, oh, yeah, the Ravens are actually going to be starting Le'Veon Bell. Odds of that happening are very slim, I will admit. But I just think there are still too many question marks regarding Taysom Williams as a – or Tyson Williams, sorry, mm. as a legitimate, like, starting running back regardless of running back to or flex. For sure. All right, and the last one we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about our Minnesota Vikings. Oh, we have to. Have to. Um, both sides of the ball. Who do you think outscores who? DK or Lockett? Who do you got? DK or Lockett? I think it's DK this week. Okay. Um, just because Vikings have never done well against physical, yes. um, you know, freaks of nature. Yeah. Tyler Lockett, I mean, I can think back to all the games where, I mean – I go back to when the Vikings were playing at TCF Bank Stadium yeah. in the playoffs. Oh, Russ yeah. is rolling out right. It looks like we're going to get him, and he just throws up a prayer. And who's open right in the middle of the field? It's Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Like, he Lockett is almost a safety valve for Russ when it comes to the Vikings. Yeah. Um, and I don't really think with the current – I mean – Rashad <laughs> Yikes. Well, like – he, I feel like DK is going to get matched up with Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Patrick Peterson did fairly decent against DeAndre Hopkins, but it looked like they put a safety over the top of Hopkins more than – or on the top of Hopkins more than anything. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, the Vikings have a very, very poor track record of physical freaks of nature on the outside. Yeah. I agree. All right. On the other side of the ball, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. This is the Justin Jefferson week. I agree. Um, I still think Thielen gets a score or two in the red zone because mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be every week. Yeah. Um, but I think they're going to need a little more. They're not going to be able to lean on Dalvin as much as they yeah. would want to. Um, and that's only going to be amplified if they're going to be losing. For sure. So the only, I mean, you use KJ Osborne, Tyler Conklin, or Justin Jefferson to get up the field. You could use Thielen there too, yeah. but. 
again, Thielen's going to be mainly in the red zone. So Jefferson's look for game. look for Jefferson to yeah. kind of step back into his groove. I agree. All right. With that, that concludes our episode. We wish you the best of luck in week three, especially if you started 0-2. This is your week. We believe in you. Your season's not over. It is when you have a CEH as your running back, too. hey, we can fix that. Don't worry. (laughs) I heard someone wants to buy low on it. I don't know who, but I I heard someone might. All right. Make sure you check us out on TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, we're all over the place and you can catch us anywhere um with that deuces have a great week guys deuces